Every time you say you're from Marshall, Texas, you just say I'm from a small town in Marshall, Texas. You never put the farm in there. That's like a really important detail. I think we're going to have to really unpack this at a later time because we should we should interview a black farmer, and I'd be happy to to give that to that black farmer with sharing stories of uh, farm life. Until that time. You're listening to The DAP Project. I am Rhonda Elizabeth, born and raised in the city of Washington, DC. And I am Aaron Stallworth, what you know about them Texas boys. Shout out to GK. <laughs> we are not recording this podcast on a farm. We are The DAP Project. It is a podcast that explores culture and politics through DAP. But we have conversation with Black men and others from around the way and ask them about one unifying element about being Black men, DAP, including DAP on farms. Who taught you? Was it the cool-ass uncle? Okay, but for real, as we emerge from a disastrous presidency into a presidency with promise, what we're going to see, we're still figuring it out, a period of racial reckoning we are emerging from and a global pandemic. Shout out to everyone who's gotten their vax. Uh, we're exploring what it means to come back better. How can we use our radical imagination to envision and create the world we deserve? We are talking with folks who are doing the work. Rhonda, we're talking about our recent ads to our respective art collections during this pandemic. You got a nice piece by your fellow native Washingtonian, Elizabeth Catlett, and me and Danielle picked up a piece from our favorite artist, a fellow Texan, Mr. Lita Martin. As we were talking about art and whatnot, this conversation got me to thinking about preserving history and it brought me to my news for the week. The National Museum of African American History and Culture, often referred to as the Blacksonian or our museum, or simply the museum, whichever name you have assigned to this wonderful representation of the diaspora, the NMAAHC is approaching its fifth year of existence in our nation's capital. Living in DC has granted me the privilege of visiting several times. The first time with my dad, Jeremiah, and most recently with a group of fourth graders. It's an amazing museum that has captured the mightiness of Black people and our ongoing struggle with getting America to see us as the beautiful, dope, and amazing humans that we are. Also, of course, it captures our brilliance in art, academia, agriculture, and all fields of American life. The museum recently appointed a new director, Mr. Kevin Young, who is filling the honorable shoes of the founding director, Lonnie Bunch, Mr. Young or Kevin, began his new role during the pandemic and around the heights of the Black Lives Matter movement after the murder of George Floyd. Kevin attended the church of historical figure Linda Brown, notably from the landmark Supreme Court case, Brown versus Board of Education. Kevin stated in a recent Time Magazine article that Linda Brown played piano and sang beautifully on Sunday mornings at the church he also attends, St. Mark's African Episcopal Church. In honor of Linda Brown, who died in March of 2018, Kevin plans to have a pew from that church added to the historic exhibits at the Blacksonian. This latest ad, in addition to the exhibition on reconstruction that the museum will produce, speaks to the ongoing work that the Blacksonian is doing to share the journey of Black people in America. The reconstruction piece is a particular standout. In a recent interview, Mr. Yarn reflects on this saying, Reconstruction thinks about questions of power, questions of who can vote, politics, but also this long history and the struggle of representation. 
And a lot of those questions are still with us. And one of the exciting things about the show is going to be thinking about its legacies and connecting reconstruction to present day struggles and present day issues. This museum and its growth and development are so important to our culture and history as Americans. The contributions of black folks to this country are vast and impossible to quantify. As the country receives their vaccinations and the pandemic subsides, allowing our wonderful museums around the country and world to reopen, let's come back together, not back to normal. Let's visit again and take a friend or family member along with you, honoring our incredible history as black people. My news is about a five letter word. Please allow me to set a little context first. Last week, I engaged in a spirited debate with a friend on social media about the headline of an article in the Tennessean. Here's the title, record-breaking sales for, for Uncle Nearest Whiskey, named for a slave who mentored Jack Daniel. Now, we served Uncle Nearest on the night of our very first interview for the DAP project, and I celebrate the success of this women-owned women-led, Black woman-owned whiskey business. It's all of that. What sparked the discussion was the use of the word slave to describe Nearest Green, the expert distiller. To me, the word slave reduces Green to his condition of involuntary, lifelong servitude. The word removes his humanity creates emotional distance between the enslaver and the enslaved and allows the brutality of the institution of slavery to survive long after the practice has been abolished. This is what I think of each time I hear the word slave to describe a person. Historically, the word slave is also incredibly important in the pursuit of full citizenship for black people. Remember, the Dred Scott decision of 1857 confirmed that slaves were property, not citizens with rights to stand before the court and petition for anything, including their own freedom. So when we say slave, we're really referring to property. The question of maintaining the institution of slavery of keeping living, breathing people as property was resolved with the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, known as the Civil War Amendments. If this is sounding not too familiar, no worries. Ava DuVernay's documentary 13th and Will Smith's series Amend are excellent resources to deepen our understanding of these crucial amendments to the Constitution. So where is the actual news? This is the news. The online website dictionary.com will no longer use the word slave to describe people such as Harriet Tubman, a slave. I suggest that we also amend our language. When we see our ancestors on the other side of this life, we will see people. I believe that is how we should speak of them. And that's that on that, my friends. <laughs> Thank you for this moment of the news. My name is Tongo Eisen Martin, uh, poet, unsuccessful revolutionary. <laughs> Ready to go another round.
Okay, folks, let me introduce our guest for this week. We are talking, laughing, learning this week with poet, educator, and movement worker, Tongo Eisen Martin. At the DAP Project, we believe the personal is political and the personal influences the political. This conversation with Tongo beautifully exemplifies these dynamics. Born into a community steeped in the work of Black liberation, he's always known DAP, which is to say he's always known the struggle for and the celebration of dignity and pride. I crossed paths with Tongo for a minute when we were both undergrads at Columbia University. Shout out to the Columbia Lions. Tongo's published books of poetry include Someone's Dead Already and Heaven Is All Goodbyes, which won the American Book Award in 2018. He is currently the Poet Laureate of San Francisco. This episode of The DAP Project is made possible by our friend, fellow Columbia Lion, Antonio Garcia. Thanks, Tone, for putting us in touch with Tongo and kicking off this extraordinary conversation. Tell us, uh, what is your first memory of doubt? Hey, I don't, I, 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 I don't think I remember a time without that. And further, I don't really remember a time without, like, you know, innovating that being like, you know, a- activity. I, I remember in elementary school, it was a, um, you know, it was a, a group of us men that would come up with all kind of little, uh, uh, kind of little code styles, and you know, there's always a conspiracy going, and and the, and the conspiracy was solidified, you know, by the DAP, you know, that DAP almost would be a, a like a, a a Morse code, and in fact, you know, if you like talk to you know different OGs, you know, it, they literally like there there would be words that correspond with the various you know, with, with, with every tap. I think a, a, a looming kind of revolt underneath it, if I may romanticize, you know Absolutely. I mean? <laughs> but I, I think, I think that's like under, like right under, right, right in that pocket, there's actually kind of a like, you know, so you just uh, let me know what, what you want to do uh, type of agreement, you know what I mean? Even even down to a head nod, you know, you can kind of put a head nod in, into that into that species of communication. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, cats. I, I know some cats that even kind of dance with it. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost popping locked. It, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, or just kind of just 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 express express what uh, you know express what wave you're on. You know, at the time, man. Yeah, it's um. It's, a, it's an interesting kind of like an interesting front line of, of, of interaction, human interaction. Yeah, you, you grew up in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, for a, a Texan, and maybe for a Washingtonian, when I think of black culture on the, on the, uh, West Coast, uh, the Bay Area, I always think of Oakland. 
but can you tell me some uh uh get us a interview over i'm asking you to get us hip brother get us hip First of all, anytime you see Billy, a picture of Billy Holiday in California, she probably in San Francisco. You know, we got this neighborhood in San Francisco uh, called Fillmore, the Fillmore District, which was literally called the Harlem of the West. You know, mm -hmm. Black San Francisco, so sick. Didn't you watch the? Hold on, brother. Did you not watch the uh, the 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 James Baldwin uh, documentary? <laughs> he came and kick it with the. Um, Kick it with the sisters and brothers or the siblings in, in, in San Francisco. You know, man, you know, let, let the OGs tell it. Uh, uh, sisters and brothers and siblings would slide up from LA to San Francisco for the weekend. Yeah. You know, so it was like, man, you know, we got some like strong, strong black neighborhoods that, that really have a, a you know, Almost a, 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 a natural kind of nationalism to them uh, um, from from day one, and um, you know we got we have other neighborhoods too of of, of serious uh, of serious reputation. So all that to say, like San Francisco has been an apartheid city, and so it's like not only do we have you know uh, you know the so-called black population, you know we had you know we we had like serious like independent you know, cohesive, you know, and and also, you know, like Emory Douglas uh, is from, so Emory Douglas was one of the original Black Panthers. He did all the art, you know what I mean? Like he's from San Francisco though, right? Yeah. Like, and that, 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 um, you know, the, 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 the kind of like the, the Bay Area Panther continuum ran through, you know, ran, ran through San Francisco uh, just as the, San Francisco's the one that had the right in the '60s. We had the what? We did the Watts thing, you know. They ain't do yeah. that, no. We did. And also, no, but but what also I, I think what 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 was kind of groovy about the base is it's actually even better than San Francisco and Oakland. You also have Richmond. You also mm -hmm. have Vallejo. You have all of these kind of like smaller uh, cities um, that we all run through, you know, that right, where right. everybody is a lot of family ties, there's a lot of friendships, there's a lot of people moving, you know, there's little this little internal diaspora, you know, so it's just like, it's actually, you know, I, I don't know what the, what the, what, what the, what the official account, but there's millions or at least yeah. a million black people in the Bay Area, you know, and yeah. that, that all belong that all belong to the same kind of uh, belong belong to the same solar system. Can you tell us a little bit about finding your voice as a poet? Oh man, you know it, it's 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 uh it, you can't get around the the like the the need to just uh, write a lot it's almost like, you know, craft is, is almost a human of its own that just requires, you know, that grows and it grows according really to how much time you put in the pad. You know, in some ways I did get uh, lucky having, you know, a, a political um, really um, upbringing or revolutionary upbringing along with being from such an interesting 
place culturally where there was this, where there's kind of an interesting, almost intellectualism, almost to everything. What's mm -hmm. funny is it's, it's like, you know, this, this kind of philosophical uh, bend to my personality actually is not from a school. It's from, you know, this is the conversations we have in cars, you know, this is like, you know, this is the conversations we have. This is almost the rhythm of conversation we had on the back of the bus, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, it's, it's easy to kind of like to, to plant some flowers on top of, you know, that dirt. Um, but there, 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 it does like, it is a kind of a straightforward equation of just like, you know, really just getting to know yourself. The more you get to know yourself, I mean, through the page, uh, get to know yourself as a poet, what, what's making you tick, what, you know, what is the difference um, between a sentence you just said and a line that's actually some poetry, like that, that kind of almost like internal conversation um, mm. is, is, is what, is what produces um, you know, your, your personal altitude. Um, and, and I really did take kind of leaps and bounds style, stylistically every, every time that I just, you know, went, went, went with some kind of hermitage, you know? Yeah. How long into to writing poetry did you find confidence to, to speak it and share it? Or was it always a thing? I don't know if it was confidence, more just like kind of a weird luck or, an insanity of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> That's poetic you know, in and of itself, and right. insanity it is, of sorts. Because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not like I, I'm, I'm really not like a, a actually a super uh, confident person, and definitely wasn't a super confident person. I just, I think, I, I was just a, things were just a little more dreamlike to me. I experienced reality mm -hmm. in, in a kind of a dream-like way. Um, I, I was never really impressed by or inhibited by institutions or strata or any, you know, any type of superstructure, partly in the way I was raised, you know, we were raised mm -hmm. to not respect, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. How did that play out at home? I'm so curious about that. How did your mom communicate that to you that it was well, kind of, well, okay? Well, number, never underestimate good old fashioned like propaganda, you know? Don't underestimate censorship, you know? Like, like I remember, man, one of the moms lied to us and told 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 myself and my brother that uh that 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 PBS was the only uh channel on. Like I didn't know yeah. I didn't know that I didn't know that TV channels, you know, until until like, you know, we got deeper in school and then kids was coming like, did you see Inspector Gadget uh yesterday? And like what the hell is Inspector Gadget? Um you know, moms would, would really read, a, you know, bedtime reading was really the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh my goodness, are you serious? Facts, you know, facts. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, and it, and it didn't give me nightmares, you know what I'm saying? Right. Never, you, you know, it gave me nightmares, man. The, uh, the, the, um, uh, 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 what's that puppet, man, on, on Mr. Rogers with the nose? 
Like, I mean, something. She used to take me around my dreams, man. That was the nightmare, man. Malcolm X. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, here's another tidbit, you know, like, yes, um, you can watch this movie, but after it's over, you have to write me a paragraph on everything that was racist in it, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, and then also, you know, kind of, you know, it's, it, it, they lost, you know, they lost, they really lost, they, they lost their part of the war, but you know, a lot remained. And so there was still like, you know, there was still kind of a church to be raised in. Like, like that's how I, I noticed, like how some people really raised in the church, like all church functions and all that, you know, all of its processes. Like I was really like, you know, that I had to go to all the little straight protests or, you know, even though they moved to like single issue protests and this type of thing, I had to go to the meetings, you know, I had to, you know, there were still efforts going on. I had to stuff envelopes, you know. Mm. And then too, it's, you know, and then, you know, it's it's like they, 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 you know, there were also kind of improvised villages that that kind of the survivors put together, you know. And so, you know, they kept us, you know, like I'm in the Western Edition Cultural Center after school, you know, I'm I'm um, you know. We got the all, you know, the all black soccer team, you know, like, you know, it was just like, there was just, there was like mothers who, who just said, now nah, we're going to kind of, we're going to, we're going to determine, you know, we're going to determine our kids reality, you know. Also, man, she just always asked me a whole lot of questions and was constantly asking me to deconstruct what I was looking at. And so just, it gave me like, that's my engagement of reality to pick it apart and figure out what's going on and look for bigger pictures and this type of thing. So it's interesting, like it, it, in, a, in a way, like there wasn't a child's place when it came to a political opinion or a social opinion, you know what I mean? Like, what, no, what do you think, you know? And 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 I and, and in that and there there was a I think a confidence there that probably is 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 what hitched a ride with the poetry that I always had like respect for my analysis, you know. So your poetry uh say from going to New York Recon back in your, your college days to your poetry in the last couple of months. How's your, is your process the same? And you're just still reflecting on what's going on in the day or has your process totally changed? So I, it had to have changed. I mean, I'm writing so much better, you know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was, I mean, I had something for that time, you know, I had something for an 18 year old, you know, I had something yeah. for a 19 year old, but uh, nothing like the, uh, nothing, nothing like the bag I got now. Um, <laughs> flex, Tonga, <laughs> I know you better hey. flex, poet hey. laureate. <laughs> Hey, hey. hey. Um, I'm in the I've been really wandering into history books. <laughs> um, I know that's right. <laughs> hey, you know, the world is playing long, you know. Um, but but um I, I, I think like 
actually like now like my 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 preoccupations haven't really changed um my anxieties haven't haven't really changed you know just like my obsessions haven't really changed i I think it's just kind of my relationship to reality has just gotten healthier and healthier and just you know over time the musicianship you know has Mm -hmm. uh, has improved you know tell us a little bit more about the relationship to reality well, you know, man, at an early to, you know, so, so, you know, as, as, uh, as, as sharp, as sharp as I'd like to think I was, um, I was, I was, I mean, especially coming out of, you know, just the, the ultra, um, ultra violent eighties and nineties and the ultra hegemonic eighties and nineties. Like I very much was just kind of bouncing, you know, defense to defense, you know, I'm just kind of ping ping ponging off of both myself and the little storms inside my head and also the world. I'm like I don't have I didn't I didn't have um I, I didn't have kind of an intentional ground, you know. I mean no matter how strong that immune system is of like kind of a, re- a revolutionary or radical upbringing, um you know that that still doesn't that that doesn't guarantee you internal peace, you know, and it's kind of operating or or understanding like no that's that's the place to operate from, actually from a place of non actually interestingly from a non-aggression, uh, and I say interestingly because is actually a full sonic force, you know what I mean, but on the but. but 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 paradoxically, you know, <laughs> actually, <laughs> when I'm when I'm writing, man, I'm I'm super cool, man. I'm super like you know I'm not or I'm not even kind of like dealing with um, emotion as much as kind of playing with mm-hmm. the energy of it or minding the energy of it more than just kind of the swirl of storylines that they that it might induce. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean you know. I, I think, you know, both traumatized and part of this compounded trauma and, you know, just, I mean, and all the rest of this kind of these insane social contradictions, um, it, it's, it's, a, it's, I was just lucky to, to yeah. kind of like, to, to, to make it out of there with some poems to show for it. Um, you know, yeah, that that's that's kind of what what I mean. And it's interesting how you just a little bit take the you you just take a uh, you know just a little bit more kind of cultivation of internal peace. It gives you a little bit more breathing room, kind of like moment to moment, you know, idea to idea, and just that little bit of space opens things mm. up kind of exponentially. Um, and that that's 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 going a long way with the development of the craft because it's very much like you know it's just like a thought jumps up and you just tinker with it you know mm-hmm. I think people are really curious about a poet's process because it seems like you take the literal and then you transform it into something you know so vivid and there are a couple lines that stood out to Aaron and I as we were reading through your poetry but let's just start there with like how does how does your mind work to go from what you see to a poem on the page? It works amazingly. <laughs> 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 and if there's ever some assistance that you give your mind, 
<laughs> you know, it's all good. You know, we're, we're always, we're students. So whatever tools you suggest that we need, you know, for the creative yeah, I process. Hey, I got, I got, yeah, no, I got, I, I, have you heard the good news? You know, I got, <laughs> not, not, um, you know, I, I, I if, how you know how it's 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 trippy because there's something improvisational about it. You, I mean, you can sit there and, and write. I actually I write very slow. You know, I write like two three words at a time, four or five. You know, like and really move slow through the construction of an image or you know a statement. <laughs> um, but at a certain point, something has to come out of nowhere. You know, like you don't actually like where a thought is actually constructed constructed is is not detectable so i'm you know so if i'm sitting here it's almost a meditation it's just i'm sitting here waiting for something to jump up you know once it jumps up i kind of hold it and i and i you know uh poke around there's certain tricks you know like you know um like in, in many ways, poetry is kind of a, a play with implication or how many bigger pictures can you cram into the presentation of a literal event or action or, 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 or you know, exposing this kind of moment as actually a convergence of all kind of backstories um, and this type of thing. So boom, I have a thought that might be kind of simple, but now how can how can how can a word or two pull this 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 greater um, greater implications into it, or pull analysis of a bigger uh, picture into it? You know, um, or you you get your hand on a line and, and and something might you know might it might not feel right. So I'll I'll, I'll see what you know maybe maybe within it. Uh, you know, maybe the line as a unit sucks, but within it, two or three words kind of have a ring to them, or or have mm -hmm. a have a you know a, a symmetry to them that, that that's just kind of interesting, or just have a um, you know, like a, a, a unexpectedness, like you never see these two words together. So I'll mm -hmm. just chalk the rest. I'll chalk the rest of the line and see if I can build, take those two words and build a new new. Take, take, mm -hmm. create a nucleus uh, for an idea, you know. These are just little kind of like operations, um, operations you run. And then there's also, you know, kind of, and this is what I stumbled onto later of actually um, knowing what impulses to kind of turn down in your head. A, bi a big thing that trips us up is like the evaluator, which is actually like the, 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 the internal junkie for poets. Right, mm -hmm. who want to know if it, 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 you know, the voice comes up like, "Oh, can we get high off of this line?" <laughs> <laughs> and then if, it, and, if, and if and if it's a yes, well, then that little bit of euphoria kicks in, but it throws you off because now you're just trying to, you, you know, you start tunneling to yeah. to, to stay feeling good. And then if it's and it's like, oh, can we get high? And if the answer is no, then you know I'm, de I'm depressed. You know this this sucks and all this type of thing. There's actual like little tricks to taking the edge off of that voice. You know that's that's an interesting interesting metaphor. When I listen to, uh, I'm not sure what the, what the poem was, but just it felt like your poem is you dropping little dime bags as you go. And I'm 
just picking them up, picking them up, because I know I can get high off of them. <laughs> but, but, I, but I don't have a chance. I don't have a chance to roll up and smoke it yet. But I'm gonna keep picking them right, up. Right. <laughs> keep picking them up, man. I'm get you a quarter pound by the time. <laughs> Okay, so I want to, since we're talking about lines, um, one that just stopped me and recognizing that you may not remember every line from your body of work, but maybe you will remember writing this one. A lot of God can happen in three seconds, not much heaven though. And that's from your poem, Four Walls. A lot of God can happen in three seconds, not much heaven though. Single light hangs over a hoodie, here's a man before a fight. Leave me alone type character. Emerging from the penniless death of a one-way street fiction. I'm gonna make it even if I gotta drive backwards. All I got is chord changes and a thousand backhands driving the street like I'm choking. And I read that and I was like, wow. And for the reason that you just said that you don't see these kinds of words together, and so as a person who goes to church and thinks about God, I think about God and heaven synonymously, not just in the literal sense of God is in heaven. That's not where my mind is, but I'm thinking God and heaven are often together. So to think about a lot of God can happen, but not much heaven, I'm just really curious. One, where did that line come from? And then two, what, what image are you evoking? Where did that come from in you? And how are you speaking to us, the reader, and saying that? You know, if I was if I was to make something up, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, man. You know what's 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 trippy is um that that line that, that's actually like a relatively old line uh, 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 for me now, but part of a kind of a beautiful beautiful period. Um, where I was kind of like, I, I was, I, I just didn't know where I was going. I just knew what I didn't want to do anymore on the page. And this kind of new species of poem just kind of just, man, made itself available. So it's kind of like that line comes from a leaps and bounds period of just like kind of um, improvement. And I think, you know, it is definitely kind of, there was a, 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 I made a commitment to kind of an internal cultivation or a spiritual cultivation. You can, you can look at it as along with um, uh, moving outside, you know, cause I was a, just a teacher for a long time um, a, as well. And, and, and I kind of got to the end of that road and that I was just like, everything I do just, they reabsorb, they just absorb it. All of my efforts, the institution still wins at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And so I took the gloves off and actually like went down to Mississippi for a couple of years doing some organizing work um, around that period. That line was born of a, um, you know, born of a groovy, a really healthy time for me. Um, I have lines similar that to that that I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing, but I do like um, um, conversing with these ideas from a more, um, you know, fr from a um, type of type of uh, uh, position of freedom, I do like to engage these, um, uh, engage kind of like um, spiritual, the spiritual commons, you know? Um, 
and 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 I and you know where the I think where the the poem goes is just a voice that's trying to just get get you to relax, you know, and to to relax into to a a, a deeper power that you have access to, you know. Often, like with, with oppression, there's there's really no A to B, man. Like we're really in a, it's really a soup. And, you know, and even, you know, and even these cats might have a, you know, kind of a, a chronology to their success or feel like, oh, I had this, now I got more and, and all and all of this type of thing. But, you know, I, I think we just, we really not in tune with how things actually, how reality really can evolve um, and, and, and transform. And so it's just like, well, you know, the, 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 the first step in that path uh, towards any kind of transformation is an is an awareness, and I think the the first step of that awareness is actually um, a relaxation. So you know, like how the poem concludes, like you know, uh, you know, unclench your fist and walk away. There might be heaven if you understand the nature of the world, you know. Do not recreate the earth outside. Do not tell jokes to yourself. Do not talk disrespectfully to the four walls. Instead, unclench your fists and walk away. There might be heaven if you understand the nature of this world. Um, that, that's kind of like the, the, the journey, um, the journey of the poem. I, try, I just try to, you know, man. I'm, 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 I'm. It's, it's weird, man. Poem, poem in a poem, man. We kind of just taking pot shots, you know. It's like very irresponsible, but at the same time, <laughs> we're it like, it, but somehow something works. Mm -hmm. Like some, so it's the, the concept is almost like you can actually, in a way, it's almost like what the poet, what the poet is advocating is actually that you trust your mind. That you actually don't need the whole kind of like map in your head. You don't. You don't even need. You don't need your life actually mapped out. Just engage reality from a kind of like a healthier place, and all of these, you know, yeah. all, all of these codifications actually um, are, are saying the same thing. That's a whole word right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> So uh, after after this past summer, we're kind of at a fork in the road uh, with this trial of uh, Derek Chauvin for the killing of George Floyd. As a poet, uh, how does your poetic voice differ, or how will it differ based on the verdict that we get? If it's guilty or not guilty, how would that affect the voice that you bring to the table? And, you know, I, it, it 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 probably won't. It, you know, as long as the the you know the more principal contradictions remain um, unchanged, I, I don't. You know, you know, some kind of victory here or there um, doesn't really fundamentally alter reality. You know, but the good news is, man, it's just like I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'll be happy to change. My voice will change when the world truly changes. Yeah. You know, I I'm, I I I go with I, I really go with what's there. What's crucial though for what what kind of cultural workers can do right now is really put their efforts towards consciousness raising. You know, because I think like what that's been a missing ingredient through these last ten plus years of of organizing. We have like action, right? 
and we have people who are like have become really good at actions and we've seen some some really impressive um you know mass kind of moments um but it's still uh, you know this it's a resistance still populated by almost a wishy-washy consciousness lightweight want to have his cake and eat it too like you know want to have a little bit of the new day some of the old you know what i mean like still want to still want to define yourself actually through hegemony societies wander together like drops of virus citizen testaments bent on offering me a nation of breadwinners to hold me back like it's brinks i wrangle the concrete sometimes like flesh my martin luther king permanence turned away from a podium into the reeds like god is the dangerous twin Black August to the mountaintop, balcony on my bedroom floor. You know, they steal you from the earth itself and suspend you and your broken neck from their foolish euphoria, from the loyalty oath of their great superstitions, loyalty oath of their agrarian reform. I return to my mother completely disrespected. For peeling the heat off of purgatory, they kill poets like me. Walk me away from my poems, never to be heard from again in this final industrial complex of bloodlines picked over, picked through a sport and spiritual death. Well, your devil at least half made police become a pretty word. I'm reading a list mob shoestrings like they were teeth. It was interesting to see that you spent some time in Jackson, Mississippi. We know the South is where grandparents and great grandparents migrated from to places like San Francisco, Chicago, DC, etc. How did spending time in Jackson shape your thoughts on futurism? So I was down there on that kind of like, you know. On the, on that on that kind of new Africa theory, you know, like like you know, we got all these overwhelming majorities, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you can actually get some kind of like what do they call it, twenty first century socialism, twenty century, you know, you can vote some black socialism in. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think you know as long as you have this kind of ruling, like as long as you have this white power structure, um, it it's it, it will never be, you know, we. I don't think any kind of pocket is safe. Um, anytime the people are actually determining reality, and, and that's and that's and that's what I loved about my upbringing, or maybe what kind of gave me, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, supplemented my, uh, gave me kind of gave my lack of confidence, the confidence, or I don't know exactly how to put it, but just like you know, a cultural landscape, man, where people are determining reality. You know, um, people just put together, it's just like, just beautiful, innovative projects and, and traditions and festivals and all of, all of this type of thing. To me, like futurism or kind of like a beautifully imaginative futurism comes from, um, you know, comes from, comes from people being in charge and, or the people being in charge. And, 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 and man, when I was in, I went to Venezuela for a couple of weeks. This was like Chavez was already dead. This was like right before the opposition, you know, started killing a few people and really launching their thing. Um, in fact, like the last day I was there was like they they launched. Um, but what was what one of the things that stood out to me? I mean, don't get me wrong, it was not. It's like it was a very uneven. Uh, revolution like it was not it's not like it was everywhere and everybody was feeling the same way and it was you know and it, and it definitely had this contradiction and in some ways it had it, it also like was not that revolutionary in some way <laughs> but 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 man 
the most excited people I saw were the artists, were the academics. It was just a different kind of electricity in the air when it's like when 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 power is actually you know flowing from uh, at, at least a, a mass concept, you know, if not literally the if not literally the power of a masses, you know, the the you know like the amigos were running children's programs, you know, it's like the 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 elementary school teacher was like the commune representative of 50,000 people, you know? It was just mm -hmm. like, you know, and it, and it was just so, so it was just, it was real lively in a way that you, I, I just don't see here, you know? And it, and at this point I've been around some cold, you know? <laughs> I, 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 I've, been around, I've been in some cold spaces, you know, around some cold artists and, 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 and no matter how like groovy we are, um, and, and powerful things we put together is it's 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 actually we're a lot more inhibited collectively um the 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 you know and, and kind of pessimistic and and always kind of on defense or survival mode or really needing the next come up you know what I mean instead of just like and just like engaging ideas um with a with a with a with a with a confidence that there that these ideas that we continue to work out will actually become a social reality, man. You know, so it's just like we. It's almost like the future could be just like that. You know, it just it just has to be a, a reorganization of power. You know. You are San Francisco's Poet Laureate. Tell us, brother, how does that feel? It's like, man, you just think, you think a lot about the hard times, you know? And just, and, 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 and just like, now you, you, I, I, I just like, wow, you know, the walk, the walk you've taken to get yeah. from there to, to, to that kind of, it's like, it is super, it is surreal and there's something about it no matter how groovy you thought you was the whole time when it when something comes to fruition like that you are like whoa <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> that is super trippy you know like i really be you know i really be driving down the street like man i am the poet laureate of this month. <laughs> 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 you know uh, the, the, the opportunity to make your loved ones um proud you know is is yeah. also it is is more moving like it's more moving than you would think like it really is like well when your peoples are you know man call, calling calling you up in tears you know um it's a it's, it's kind of like a beautiful singular graduation it's like your own personal graduation day you know it, mm -hmm. it, it was I, I don't yeah. I don't think it's worth keeping the ruling class alive. You mean you'll give it up? We gotta we gotta get a new uh, Wikipedia definition of laureate, but uh <laughs> San Francisco's getting adopted by me now, you know. Yeah. Right, right. You know well, I, you know do you know what the actual what the original poet laureate was, man? I, I looked it up. 
just because I didn't know. You know, I, I, I did a Wikipedia today myself, but did you, like, did you the, see the, the, the 1600s or 1300s? Or? Right, with a damn, with a poet was adopted by the royal family. This was that's 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 a that's who the poet laureate was. So if you read between the lines, it's actually technically a poet who is like adopted by the power structure. You know what I mean? And so and so and so even you know, even when I run around saying like, yeah, you know, I'm poet laureate in San Francisco, that that actually reinforces that that actually reinforces ruling class hegemony in a sneaky mm -hmm. way. You know, but wait a second, the um, San Francisco, and, and so, though, that you're the poet laureate of is very different, as we just talked about, that it has um, a very different economic setup, it has a different cultural orientation. So that leads me just to wonder, as the poet laureate, are you speaking for, whose voice are you speaking for, or can you say that you are a voice for the hegemony or the dominant structure, or are you an outside voice or, and this is not to gas you up, but are you like a voice of consciousness or a voice of conscious being a person who has seen San Francisco through the ages and actually has a very critical view of where the city is now? And, 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 even, and, and even colder, the question is in a super hyper gentrified city, how many poets were actually left around to, to be right. chosen from? <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie like? The Last Man in the Last, <laughs> right, the last Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's you, Taco. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it, it's the the, the, con the contradiction. The contradiction is real. There is something though very intentional about your work and that's the curriculum that you did with your mother and your strong interest in um, extrajudicial killings. And even the word interest is probably too weak to really carry what seems to be a passion that you have. Um, so if we could talk about that a little bit, um, where the curriculum came from and also how that idea embedded itself in your mind that the, the killing of black bodies by uh, state sanctioned killings is not just problematic, but it's a problem that you're taking on with your mother. Yeah, so, so um, you know, my, my mother um, was, uh, when, when, Trayvon, when Trayvon Martin's uh, murder was, um, was big, my mother was sitting there like, has anybody actually, you know, done the numbers, you know, like, and she was like, well, how many actually like, you know, like, let, let's, let's, let's start researching. I mean, well, I'm going to start researching mm -hmm. what she said to herself. You were your mom's TA, essentially. You were her teacher's assistant. Right. Man, she, she put that, you know, she, 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 she's a... Um, a bad mamma jamma. Right. You know, um, turn on that PBS oh, and give me some research. Real, man. Um, and, and, and so she, she just started combing um and, and 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 just compiling all the cases and then analyzing and then she like really just like started breaking down the demographics of it like you know how many like what exactly what initiated the police contact 
you know, what was the age range, what was the geography, you know, all of these, you know, all of these, these factors. And she found, and so y'all, y'all might've, there was a point, I don't know if it was the, in, in, when, when it was like around the Ferguson time, but in some of the demonstrations there, uh, uh, there were signs that said every 28 hours. Mm-hmm. So that that came from her. That, that oh, come wow. from okay, wow. from the researchers. Yeah, yeah. So she found that uh, uh, um, a black person was killed once every twenty eight hours um, mm-hmm. by the police or a vigilante or wow. security guard. Um, and uh, and it's actually more, but she kept it academically responsible. So if, if she couldn't find where you know um, race was explicitly given, she wouldn't count it. But she said you could tell from where they was killed, it was probably somebody black, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably more, but so conservatively speaking, once every 28 hours, you know. Um, and so what I was tasked to do was write a, a curriculum to accompany the study. Uh, both can be uh, uh, seen on Operation Ghetto Storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will be in the show you know, notes. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. Um, and and uh, a, 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 a curriculum to kind of give an ideological framework, you know, uh, uh, just like okay, well, what is what what produces um, what produces these facts, um, and, and that's so that's 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 how that came about. But really, what you know, what what the what the kind of study shows, and 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 I highly recommend people read um, the Counter Revolution of 1776 by Gerald Horn, okay. which 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 makes a, a, a you know a beautiful case um, that you know that basically the United States it was is was just the best place to facilitate slavery, the most ideal place to facilitate slavery. Um, and, 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 and facilitated by it, uh, uh, kind of diffusing the powder kegs that was the Caribbean by bringing the operations to the United States and adding more space and more white people, you know? And so that whiteness or, 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 or what whiteness is actually born of and continues to be really is not privilege, but rather a deputization is you are now to participate in this perpetual repression of slave revolt. That's actually what's, what's going on here. And so when you look at like, you know, one of the things that just the, 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 the study found is like there's, there's no sanctuary, there's no region of the United States, there's no size of city in which black people uh, are more safe, you know? The, the majority, like only, Oh, man, I'm blanking on the numbers. I should have these. I should be able to rattle them. But it's like a, a, a like a small, small percent were actually um, a small percent were actually even involved in a crime when the when the when the when the uh, when the when the when the when the contact started, um, and an even smaller actually were threatening a police officer's life. You know, I don't. I don't want to make I don't want to make anything up. People should just should just check it out. But I mean, it's like ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, like 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 
40 something percent were just profile. Mm -hmm. Like we're literally doing nothing. We're just, you know, driving black. while black, walking mm -hmm. while black, you know what I mean? This, this, this type of thing. Um, and, and so, and, and so well, what, what is that, you know, uh, uh, that, that's, or what is this indicated? It indicates permanent war. It indicates permanent war against non-white people, especially you know, black and you know, first nations. You know, first nations like they were tea leaves teaching you, know. you how to write about cities. It's the 25th century in the mirror, people. Tyranny against your chump chains, your chump to be disrespected even with a gun in your car, cubic the needlework, spell tune for for the proletariat, the relapse ministry. Talented people curled up in the fetal position next to a diamond dying. Just another service day in the theatrics of tea house fascism and a bouquet of surveillance cameras in the poverty of God. New blue eyes, corpses of water, newly potted presidency, a one big shiny coin if you ask an animated capitalist. In 1964, Nina Simone, the jazz artist and civil rights activist, sang Pirate Jenny, originally from the Three Penny Opera. It is an incredibly haunting song. Pirate Jenny is a maid who is insulted by patrons, but all the while she kind of smiles kind of slyly because she knows the ship, the Black Freighter is coming in. So in this way, the Black Freighter is a metaphor for the coming revolution. Tongo and his co-founder, Allie Brown are launching a publishing company with this title and from this tradition, Tongo. Congratulations, Black Freighter Press. Right on, right on. Really excited about that. Um, why now? Why launch a, uh, a press now? So we can get, get our hands on the means of cultural production, you know? I think like one of the, one of our, you know, just again, kind of like, well, what, what else kind of makes up our inhibition, you know, as, 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 as black cultural workers is, you know, we, it's, it's never our machinery, you know, or rarely, mm. or our machinery, our machinery doesn't have the same stamp, you know? Which is which is which is fine. Which is fine mm -hmm. for now. We, 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 we can we can take care of that. <laughs> but 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 yeah, I just wanted you know people put together people structure. You know, actually the the what what the what the uh, what the aspiration is for the um, for the press to really be a, a cooperative. Um, you know, at, at at the minimum, an author cooperative. But I, I like to see it actually become uh, what, what they call a consumer cooperative, like actually owned by, you know, this kind of people, uh, whatever neighborhood or a few neighborhoods or city, you know what I mean? Like this this, this kind of collective to, that to actually say what we, you know, determine determine what we do. Um, and, and I should say too, shout, uh, shout out to the co-founder, Ali Jones, I, I, especially like, why now? Because Allie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean there's a black woman behind it? <laughs> yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Wait, <do that. laughs> so yes, your yes. mission includes uh, using art to transform consciousness. And how does that happen? You know, it it it, it kind of happened. It, 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 man, like when I get when I figure that all the way out, it's a wrap. You know, because I'm gonna just be 
consciousness. I'm gonna be a consciousness machine out here, you know, warrior of consciousness, just politicizing cities in one fell swoop. But but what what there there are like some potentials. Um, you know, um, uh, I, I asked so, so I've asked a few OGs like you know, especially those that didn't start from like a you know a, a, a revolution, didn't have a revolutionary background, but became you know beautiful revolutionaries. I I, I would I would ask them like you know what was it, what what politicized you, and a few times, more than a few times, somebody said I heard a poem. It was a poem that that just kind of like uh, snapped me out of you know snapped me out of the the nonsense for for a little second. It just sparked sparked a um, sparked a, a, a like a curiosity or a process. You know what I mean? So there's that you can you can you know you can never underestimate um, you can never underestimate that. Um, but I but I think also you know. I think like kind of the cultural work again of just like taking responsibility for the, you know, just for the day in, day out activities of a neighborhood, you know? I mean, because that's again, like that, that it, it was a village that put me together. It was a full immersion, you know? You know, cause I also, I, I went to the little Freedom Elementary School, you know, where, you know, it was, you know, African drumming, not do re me. You know, <laughs> it, it, it was. You know, like Black history is history. We are the the center, and it was. You're learning um, to in order to contribute to resistance, in order to contribute to the struggle. Um, this is also what, like, so so. You know, the just kind of where you are. Um, you know, kind of just determines how you define yourself. And so that's, I think that's a crucial place for, you know, just to, so, or again, another vote that us cultural workers try to create as much, as much structure as we can, you know. There's a celebration for the Black Freighter Press release on Thursday, April 29th from 7 to 9 p.m., you can find out more information about this event on the website at blackfreighterpress.com. A few um, moments back, we were talking about change and we were expressing a sentiment that you were waiting for change. But what I think is also happening is that you're driving change as well. Mm -hmm. So that change is a symbiotic, political change and cultural change are, are symbiotic in that the political change can drive one, but the cultural change also envisions the other. Um, so are you a hopeful person? I think creative people are inherently hopeful. That's the nature of yeah, creativity. Sure. Right. Hopeful, hopeful, hopeful as hell, you know. <laughs> you know? And, and especially, I mean, you know, just, just, just because, you know, like we just we're 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 always, you know, we're always surrounded by uh, transformation. Or well, one way you could kind of like uh, another lens for like what is creativity, you know. It's kind of like, you know, 
evidence of transformations. I mean, even literally, whether I'm just turning a movement in my fingers into a sound coming out of a guitar, you know, turning a mm. blank page into a poem, you know, taking some ink and, and making it a, a poem. Like things are always, we're always around change and, and, and transformation. So it, you know, it stands, it stands to reason that, you know, that, and you know what else, man, what trips me out? Little kids. I just, maybe it's just, maybe I just been lucky to meet them, but I met these just little, little brilliant little seven-year-olds and 10-year-olds and shit. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, you know, they wouldn't have sent you through here if it was over, over, you know? And as much madness as we see like in ourselves and in our peoples around, it's like, who, who, like, who are supposed to know better? <laughs> it's still like, there's still evidence to, that 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 now nah, there, there is just kind of like brilliance and, and, and goodness that will not let up. Um, so yeah, for, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 not I'm not bluffing. What music is bringing you joy these days? I've been on a just a cold train vortex, you know, and and almost I wish I understood more. Like I wish I had more, more um, um, kind of music theory, a grasp of music theory. Just I just I just wish I had a better ear, um, to 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 really do to really do right by just listening. Yeah, it's been cold train, cold train, cold round. Uh, here, um, oh, and I and I just started. Um, I just started listening to Otis Rush because now Co the the Coltrane uh, fog has to dissipate. Now, <laughs> you know, I've been it's like I've been. It's, it's, it's been like it's 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 probably been like over over six months. I, I don't I don't know how I just can't get out of here, but uh, I started putting some other stuff in the diet and. Um, enjoying listening to Otis Rush, the blues, um, the, the, the blues player, because it's interesting how he really, you know, you you can hear a lot, and I and I don't know if it's a coincidence, but but he 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 really has like a Jimi Hendrix thing going, you know, and of course before you know I I, I wonder if I wonder if 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 if, if, if Jimi Hendrix pulled from him, but it's it's interesting to kind of like to hear. A kind of a more soaring blues guitar from that though, but like from from that time, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's, it's been a it's been a treat listening to him. What do you no longer believe that you believed in twenty twenty? What do I no longer believe? It's, 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 it's not, not necessarily a matter of what I no longer believe, but like I did, I did get hit. I got smacked around a little bit and I saw like how you still like, even with the best like kind of intentions and, 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 and you know, all of the, all of the groovy warrior of like attributes, like you still be down there making little deals with the devil on the low, you know that you, you got to, like there's still like little you know, 
and 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 uh, you, like you still cutting corners down there, and because because I just I just see how I paid for every corner I cut, I paid for you know, and it's interesting like you know how with how things kind of just got uh, stripped down. Um, that sounds like a moment of reckoning, like an internal moment of reckoning. And, and how you know. And so with like hit getting hit with this, you know, with with, with certain painful things, um, it it uh, it gave me more. Like I I I, I got some good art out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, did, did you please like get a poem <laughs> for yeah. your troubles? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. To a, a whole a whole book. I got I got a whole a whole I got a whole book out of it. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on the DAP project. It was awesome. I know. I know. Yeah, appreciate it. Good to meet you, brother. Oh, talk again. All right. Take care. Peace. Peace out. Peace. I love a good interview that cracks me up. It's brilliance, it's self deprecation. Yeah, Tongo is a dope, creative, and a true revolutionary. San Francisco is lucky to have him as their poet laureate. But shout out to Arlene Eisen. In relation to Tongo, she is his mother, but she is also a writer and a scholar, the author of the study Operation Ghetto Storm, as he mentioned. And from the website, you can see the report exposes how every 28 hours, let that sink in, every 28 hours, someone inside the United States employed or protected by the US government kills a black child, woman, or man. You can access this report at operationghettostorm.org. Mothers have a tremendous influence over the children's political orientation, Erin. I know you know this well, and we can see that here in Tongo's story. So I want to highlight another book that's just come out by Anna Malika Tubbs, which tells the stories of Louise Little, Bernice Baldwin and Alberta King. These names sound familiar because they are the mothers of Malcolm X, James Baldwin and Martin Luther King Jr. Her book is called The Three Mothers and it is fascinating. Highly recommend that you listen both to this episode and her interview with um, Alicia Garza on Lady Don't Take No, the most recent episode of Lady Don't Take No podcast with Anna Malika Tubbs. Very interesting. Um, speaking of Alicia Garza and books, um, our book club is reading her book, The Purpose of Power. Uh, this wonderful book by one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I'm very excited to continue the book and complete the book. We will be having <laughs> our second TDP reading book talk coming up on March 28th, Sunday, 5 p.m on Instagram Live. We hope you will join us. Listen in, join in. I, we can add four people now to Instagram Live, so it may not just be me and you, Rhonda. We can add Woo-hoo! a couple of folks. Two more people. But listen, this is the real question, Aaron. So you mentioned that magically you're going to finish reading this book. Are you bottling and selling this magic for anybody else who would like to take a little swig and magically finish their books for their book clubs? Bottling it and selling it for the free just, uh, you know, like or comment on something 
TDP related. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be glad to share my magic. <laughs> Is that what it's going to be called? You got a calf <laughs> named calf. You got some magic named magic. <laughs> I am wilding out. And so on the socials, I tweet randomnalia at educate underscore Rhonda. I post pics of my auntie sister biker life, not to be confused with motorbikes, but this is my bicycle life on Instagram at Rhonda Henderson. And I talk about books a lot at Ruby Reads Chocolate City, also on IG. Aaron Harvey, <laughs> are you on the socials? I am definitely on the socials at Aaron.Stallworth. Catch pictures of my daughters on horses. <laughs> Catch me posting things that I find dope in Black culture and in the world in general. And of course, TDP is also on the socials at the.dep.project. Uh, check us out there. That is our favorite place to be, even though uh, we may start getting on Twitter a little bit more. Folks are starting to, to like us a bit on Twitter. What? Uh, at Twitter, we are dep underscore project at dep underscore project. So check us out there as well. Where can we find Tongo on the socials? On Instagram, I'm uh, underscore Tongo Gara underscore. That's a T T O N G O G A R A. And uh, I'm I'm on Twitter too with the same handle. But I, I'm Twitter got me nervous. I keep it real square in there. You can tap in, but I, <laughs> I, I just post things and I thank people. And uh, uh, BlackFighterPress.com. Uh, people can tap in with the website. Thanks for rocking with us this week and every week. We really appreciate you joining us for all of our insights and shenanigans. Resistance is a highway with many lanes, and I hope you find yours. Take care, folks. <laughs>